scab for the bosses don't listen to their lies as poor folks haven't got a chance lest we organize which side are you on which side are you on? <laughs> that's how i'm opening the podcast that's good <laughs> just, just a screech just screaming yeah and it's still which I mean, like I feel like is pretty on brand, yeah, yeah, for for our show. Our third screamer. <laughs> beautiful. I love the screaming goat. <laughs> it's uh it's a beautiful staple of truly. what we've created here. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly. Um, this is uh remarks. Remarks. Yeah. The podcast. Yeah, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Le podcast. Le podcast. Uh, Le Croix mm-hmm. is also french mm-hmm. true um, at least the name is i don't yeah. know if the actual drink is but it's probably a coke product or something i mean most things are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even if it's not it is yeah even if it's not it's like yeah <laughs> if, isn't that like isn't there like some like midwestern states where they like refer to every yes, soda as like coke, as coke which is just weird to me because yeah, it's weird to me too like I can accept like soda and like pop and stuff. Like yeah. I don't care what you say, but like if you're gonna be calling the Sprite Coke, like <laughs> I'm gonna can I get a clear Coke? Exactly. I'm like <laughs> we're gonna have some issues. <laughs> I honestly have a little bit of issues with pop as well. Do you? Do you? It just doesn't sit right with me. I understand. I <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all power to you, but I don't know. I guess I've just only known it as yeah. soda. If you say pop around Phoebe, she will... I will pop ya. You'll pop... She'll pop <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the violence, yeah. Uh, and maybe it's just because I live in Utah and there's like... Uh, this is like soda country, but... True. Yeah. I don't soda know. Soda country. Yeah, I wonder if they have like soda shops in other places. I've never seen one. I don't feel like But it's I don't a thing. think that they would, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you're listening from anywhere that's not Utah, um, do they have like delicacy, like, like gourmet... <laughs> gourmet soda shops yeah. where you're at like because we have like one called swig one called fizz so delicious one called so delicious yeah it's insane it's like how there's a starbucks on every corner like everywhere else ours yeah. is like we have a soda shop on every corner mm-hmm. and it's like flavored sodas i don't know even how to explain it it's like soda and sometimes they put cream in it and yeah they put, like flavoring like yeah. you would put in a coffee but they put it in a soda because yes that's okay and coffee's not <laughs> but and they have like cookies and shit to go along yeah, with it for sure yeah that's a story for another day <laughs> the uh the uh utah's dessert uh explosion <laughs> discourse exactly i don't know anyway um do you want to take it away yeah we're back we are doing um part two of our why you should hate mm-hmm. insert president here mm-hmm. um why you should hate bill clinton and ronald reagan specifically specifically um so yeah we're i'm here to tell you part two of why more reasons why you should hate ronald reagan there's lots (laughs) there's so many um so as we all know in 1985 the cia introduced crack into black neighborhoods in the northeast um we all know this we all know it's true 100 percent factual there's no way it's not yeah (laughs) this is indisputable it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really, really, it is real. Yeah, it's, it's uh, real. It's Allegedly, real. it's 100% real. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so because of this, the quote-unquote crack epidemic was sparked. 
Cocaine-related hospitalizations rose by 12%. Crime in these black neighborhoods increased, as did incarcerations of those in possession of crack, um, which there's a reason for that, and we'll get to it in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, the impact of the introduction of crack to these already underfunded neighborhoods has been devastating and can be seen to this day. As most of us also know, the response to crack users versus cocaine users by authorities was extremely disproportionate. Um, around this time, people in possession of five grams of crack had to serve a mandatory minimum sentence of five years in federal prison, where this same sentence was only applied to cocaine if the carrier had 500 grams. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, despite the fact that cocaine and crack are essentially the same. The drug. same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Love that. Add a little uh, baking soda and <clears throat> all of a sudden you're yeah. straight to jail. <laughs> straight to jail. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's like it's the same statistic as like white people and black people do the same amount of drugs, but like police just enforce it a lot heavier in black exactly. communities. So exactly, yeah. Um, the media really had like a heyday during this time, using the term "crack epidemic" before it even really was an epidemic. Um, posting headlines like "cocaine: a vicious assault on a child," <laughs> "cracks toll among babies: a joyless view." And studies, future bleak for crack babies. Despite the fact that crack has about the same effect on fetuses that nicotine does, um, and we all know that pregnant women in the 80s were smoking like fucking chimneys, so... there's no way. Like, my friend has a car from 1983, and it has ashtrays in the back of the car because the kids smoked too back then. (laughs) Uh, It's great. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, which it's just... I mean, it goes back to everything you were saying. It's, like, the things that are, like, so not criminalized for white people. Like, literally mm-hmm. fucking smoking while you're pregnant. But then, yeah, crack literally yeah, has exactly. basically the same effect on babies. Um, some researchers believe that the crack epidemic was actually mostly fabricated and that it wasn't actually a major problem until um, news media accelerated crack's popularity by, like, the way that they talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um but this is not the crack episode. So where does Ronald Reagan come into this story? We should have a crack episode. Oh, we definitely should have a crack and episode. By that, I mean we do crack and then we, <laughs> and record, <laughs> and then we the record the episode. <laughs> Which actually talking about Ronald Reagan reminds me of like this joke Taylor and I have where we talk about like if we're whenever we get like really intense about talking about political things, we're always like Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan. So now it's happening. It's Ronald absolutely Reagan. happening. We're talking about Ronald Reagan. <laughs> um, yeah. And I feel like the crack, if we did do mm-hmm. crack and ha- record an episode, it would just be us being like Ronald Reagan, fucking Ronald Reagan. Oh my God. Goddamn damn ass rock. This like damn ass rock. <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> that killed Taylor. Yeah, no, that joke that I mean, actually <laughs> killed me, yeah. Um, so Reggie Boy was unfortunately reelected in 1985 for his second term as president, right when the alleged crack epidemic was really taking off. The war on drugs, quote-unquote, again, um, had begun under the Nixon administration, where the Controlled Substances Act was put into place. And this is the bill that created the five schedules of drugs, um, Schedule 1 being the biggest threat and the most criminalized, such as marijuana, LSD, MDMA, and heroin, which totally makes sense because we all know how people who smoke weed and people who use heroin for sure face like the same exact issues. The same issues. exact issues, yeah, yeah. it's for sure. Like, yeah. I mean, I've never met somebody who um, partakes in the devil's lettuce who... Mm-mm 
hasn't um you know ruined their life like murdered their family mm-hmm. um you know kicked an old lady right probably i mean yeah. yeah like so i mean like when you smoke weed like that's just what you know you become you come a to expect complete yeah. asshole absolutely yeah <laughs> <laughs> um in october of 1986 reagan signed the anti-drug abuse act which allocated 1.7 billion dollars to fund the war on drugs whatever that really means <laughs> Um, Truly. (laughs) Like this made up war on drugs. Yeah. Uh, This act also created mandatory minimum sentences for drug possession and drug use, which led to mass incarceration of black and brown Americans due to the fact that police are racist. um, And because of the market around crack that had formed in lower income neighborhoods. Because, duh. Mm -hmm. Um the one to one or the 100 to one sentencing was implicated, which is what I was talking about earlier. That means that the same sentence would be awarded for having one gram of crack versus a hundred grams of cocaine. That just, it doesn't make any sense. No, it literally doesn't. It's like, it's I mean, the same fucking thing. Yeah. It's, it's, we talked, we've talked about this so many times, but like, again, like the war on drugs, it was just like, Oh, blank check to literally militize the police force. Mm-hmm. Sign us up. Right. Like, exactly. Oh, it's for your well being. We're fighting drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, no, you just want to give cops more guns. Like yeah, straight up fucking stupid. Exactly. <laughs> Um, This act also made it much easier for law enforcement to seize property of folks that they suspected of drug possession. And (laughs) get this, if the drugs that they assumed were present were actually not, law enforcement was able to seize property that would equate in value to the alleged drugs that they believe should have been present. What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, yeah, if they, like, broke into some, like, you know, who they, whatever, they a drug yeah. dealer, or so they say, um, into their house, and they're like, you've been dealing drugs, how dare yeah. you? But then, like, they've flushed all the drugs or whatever, again, allegedly. Then they can be like, cool, we're going to take this, like, laptop, TV, all this shit, for how much we assume would have been. And oh it's like, it's God. insane. I, just, I can't, that's just, like, like, that... It feels like it should be illegal. Like yeah. it's, I can't, I can't understand how people were like, yeah, that's a good idea. That makes sense. I know. I mean, I, know. I feel like that's how I feel about like most things in this country. It's like, that feels yeah. like it should be illegal. It feels like it's, I mean, yeah. It's <laughs> it a, shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, exactly. But it's just, I just feel it. And I don't know, maybe it's just because more people like the average person trusts cops more than we do. But like, mm-hmm. I just feel like anytime you give cops like like some kind of vague rule that yes. they can do something like they're always gonna fuck people over with of it like course. never they're never not gonna like uh, yeah it's insane absolutely yeah. it's like oh you're telling me i can like take fucking stuff and then you know you know they're like pocketing some shit too it's oh, like absolutely. of course they're gonna do it why would it, they're why gonna would show you up at anybody's house and be yeah. like hey we think there's drugs in here there's not let mm. me fucking repo your couch exactly yeah let's clean this place out because i'm pretty sure you would have had you know i don't know a hundred million (laughs) dollars worth of drugs so exactly uh, and that's just my estimate so like yeah we're pretty much just taking your house now so so get out of here bud hand over the deed it's yeah we're gonna take this car in your driveway as well yeah like how did it uh again it's so it's it boggles my fucking mind anyway i know (laughs) um so because of this uh like property seizure mm-hmm. act that was passed um expansion and search and seizure on because that happened on the federal level 
federal <laughs> level, um, most state governments followed suit, making like the stop and frisk and frequent pullover searches that we see now, um, mm. like happening all the time. Yeah. Ronnie Riggs also beefed up the legislation that Nixon had put into place during the birth of the war on drugs. Um, in current times, we are still seeing the effects of the Reagan era war on drugs, um, mass incarcerations over marijuana, disproportionate sentencing of black and brown Americans, the horrible, horrible drug education programs in schools, which I will get to in a I'm minute. I'm so excited. More of that. <laughs> um, the criminalization of addicts. Uh, sensationalized stories of drug users and drugs being given to children secretly, um, like the story about drugs being hidden in children's Halloween candy, which has never yeah. been true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I love those fucking stories because it's like, who would do that? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to give, like, I'm not going to put cocaine in some kid's fucking no. Snickers bar. Do you know like, how much money that fucking That's costs? so much money. Yeah, like, oh it's my insane. God. It's like, nobody's giving drugs away for free. Let's yeah. get that real straight real, real quick. quick there's not no one's no yeah like i was at a uh, like yeah i the only th- only thing i can think that would maybe come close to that is i've been at some parties where people have put like acid in like the the jungle juice or whatever sure but, like but yeah like no one's putting fucking drugs in your kids no. candy like no me maybe check for razor blades but like, yeah <laughs> but even, even then, that even that is not a real thing either yeah, no, it, it happened once Oh. I listen to a podcast about it. So I don't listen to podcasts, y'all. It makes you smart. It does. Uh, <laughs> I listened to a podcast about it, and literally the only time that that actually happened was this guy put it in his own fucking kid's candy. Oh, God. Yeah. And so everybody was like, watch your candy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, stupid. And like, gay. and also... <laughs> We need to get off this, but no, like okay. people will be like, oh, it's like MDMA. People are always acting like people are putting MDMA in yeah. like kids candy and like hard candies, like the press pills and shit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, believe me, of all the drugs, especially nobody's fucking giving away no. free Molly. <laughs> Definitely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. So. And also it's like <laughs> of all the drugs, if someone was to do that, like Molly's like probably the chillest. Like yeah, your kid, your kid be would okay. just be juiced for like. <laughs> Four hours. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> um, another lasting aspect of the war on drugs was the throat goat herself, Nancy Ooh, Reagan. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Nancy. Dripped out politicians. <laughs> Her Just Say No campaign. This campaign was the Glizzy Gobbler's very tone deaf <laughs> response. <laughs> I can't. It's so funny. That was like the best week on the internet. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just <laughs> when it like, came oh, out that shit. Nancy Reagan just was fucking like the goat. Nancy at Reagan was deep throating fucking <laughs> mad dick. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. Fucking good for her. Good for her. Uh, fuck her. But like, yeah, you know. yeah, but not for that reason. Not for that. Oh, definitely <laughs> not for that reason. Yeah. Um, so this was uh, the Glizzy Gobbler's very tone deaf response to a complicated problem that mostly affects underfunded communities. Nancy appeared 110 times, gave 14 television addresses, traveled to 65 cities, 33 states, and nine countries outside of the U.S. to spread her campaign. Um, the big idea behind this campaign, when somebody offers you drugs, say no. no. <laughs> wow. Yeah. real. <laughs> That's literally it. Cutting edge stuff, yeah. Nancy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Nancy should stick to being the throat goat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, that's the widespread publicly funded campaign to end drug addiction in our country. 
Just say no. Just say <laughs> just no, Taylor. Stop it. Yeah. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> if uh, just don't do it. <laughs> just uh, just uh, just whoop. yeah. I wish that like uh, Republicans, especially like 1980s Republicans, like held the same level of like consent for drugs <laughs> that as they like for like like rape victims yeah. as they did for like drugs because yeah. I feel like. These are the same people that'd be like, she was asking for it. Exactly. Like, you know, like it's exactly. like, no, like if you say no, then you mean no, right? Yeah. But only yeah. if it's drugs. If it's sex, then no, it's it's different. Exactly. <laughs> God. Um. So this campaign obviously ignored the real reason why people get into drugs, especially people from areas where drug trafficking is widespread. Mm-hmm. Um, the systemic oppression of black and brown Americans can prevent them from obtaining quality education, higher paying careers, and even like nutritional food. Yeah. Um, and so the depression that systemic racism can cause creates a need for escape that drugs and alcohol can easily provide. See the episode on indigenous reservations that we did a while back. Absolutely. And I feel like too, like, sorry if I'm interjecting no, too much. No, interject. But, <laughs> uh, I feel like as well, like, you know, especially with drug dealing, like, you know, there's so many things we've talked about it before that you have to have to get a job. Like mm-hmm. you have to have an address. You have to have a cell phone. Probably you have to have all of your information. You have to have them hire you. If car, you, yeah, usually. car transportation. Yeah. So it's like in these situations, if you don't have that, people often. I feel like a lot of people turn to selling drugs yeah. because you don't gotta have any of that. Exactly. Like, it's yeah. It's it's ignoring the whole systemic issue. Oh, completely, yeah. completely. Um. Uh, And so because of the introduction of crack into underfunded neighborhoods, a market formed around it, um, creating a means of income for some people in these communities that's otherwise missing. Um, And Nancy's Just Say No program has been deeply criticized for its extremely privileged take on the drug problem in America. I have a quote from the Detroit Free Press that I think sums it up pretty nicely. Quote, As Mrs. Reagan becomes more vocal on the issue, she exposes the naivety of the privileged, tackling a social problem of the disadvantaged. Yeah. Dang. Get it. Um, So the lasting impacts of the Just Say No campaign can be seen in the deficient DARE programs that we have today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The continued vilification (laughs) of drug addicts and the rise of prescription drug use. And I also got to say, as somebody who went through the D.A.R.E. program, it kind of just made it seem like drugs really fuck. Yeah, they're which, really like, cool. drugs do kind of fuck. So. <laughs> I mean, they're fun. I remember um, <laughs> when I was uh, in, like, kindergarten. So this was for before, like, cause I think D.A.R.E. we did in sixth grade. But mm-hmm. uh, kindergarten, we did, like, a drugs and alcohol thing. So this was probably circa, uh, I don't know, like, 2000 or whatever. Yeah. And I remember I had mentioned to my teacher that my dad would, like, drink because, like, my dad would, like, have beers and stuff, yeah, you know, like, normal as a normal person. Things. And I remember my teacher being, being like, that's so sad, Taylor. Oh, my and God. I was, like, I was like, no, it's fine. I don't <laughs> think that he does it a lot, like, because they were talking about drugs and alcohol. <laughs> and I was like, I think it's probably, I was like, I don't, I, I remember, like, consciously thinking as a kindergartner being like, do they think my dad's a bad person <laughs> now? <laughs> You're like actually it's it's not sad. It's like it's, it's all right. It's pretty chill. Like he just has a few <laughs> beers after work. Like I don't know. <laughs> oh my it god. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um I have two stories about uh dare or like drug education. So when my sister was in I think like the first grade or something like that, they were doing mm-hmm. like a little like drugs and alcohol thing. Yeah. 
and they had this like um list basically where you had like words at the top and then you would categorize like is this a drug or is this mm-hmm. not a drug and on it was caffeine and tea oh <laughs> and my sister got marked down on the assignment or no it was coffee and tea not caffeine oh. and my sister got marked down on the assignment because she said that tea was not a drug yeah and because my dad drinks tea like every yeah. day with my dad and she drinks tea with my dad like it's as a kid it was like tea. a little thing for them yeah and my mom was so pissed and she oh, went because yeah. my sister was like is tea a drug <laughs> and so she like went to the teacher and she was like how dare <laughs> you <laughs> you made my daughter think that she's doing drugs like that's so funny oh my god um and my other story is that um i think it was like in middle school mm-hmm. and we had this like person come and give like a drug talk or whatever and they were talking about injecting heroin and they were like oh how you inject heroin is like you have to like tap the The vein on your arm to like get it to like come up or whatever and he's like like this and like is doing it and literally in the entire auditorium of these like 12 13 year old kids (laughs) is like tapping their arms At that age, I looked around. I was like, this is not a good thing. You're like, oh, my gosh. You just are teaching everybody how to do heroin. Yeah, like, why are you telling us how to do it? And the thing about it, too, is, like, I remember we had an assembly when I was in high school. And it was, like, this weird – it was an anti-drug assembly. And um, they, like, started playing music and, like, everybody got on stage. And they were, like, playing, like, Yellow Submarine by the Beatles and stuff. And, like, they were, like, doing – like, it was, like, this fun thing, like – I don't. I don't think I got on stage because I was a dork in high school. But like, <laughs> but like all the popular kids were on stage, and there was everybody was like singing. And then like, after that, the guy comes out and he's like, "You know what that was? That was being high on life." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "That's the dorkiest oh fucking God. thing. Like, it's just, it's just so fucking dorky, dude. Like, <laughs> the anti-drug stuff is so, oh, it's so cringy. Dorky. It's just, yeah." It's like, oh my gosh, like, have fun, Jesus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so, and again, like, I get it, like, drugs, ru- like, some drugs ruin lives, yes. and I understand that, yes. but, like. But, like, there's a way to educate about it that's not just never do a drug ever. Never do because a drug. Because then, like, like, kids are going to be freaked out when in high school mm-hmm. your friends start fucking smoking weed or whatever, and it's like, no, it's especially in Utah. I mean, it's like it's not yeah. the end of the world. Like literally, every high schooler smokes fucking weed. It, like it's, everybody does it. It's fine. Well, and just the way they teach about it, because yeah, they because like they teach that like weed is just as bad as like you know heroin. Like yeah, you were it's saying. in like, the same schedule. Exactly, yeah. and it's like it's no, the drug. it's not. It's very different, and yeah. like we're finally starting to realize that mm-hmm. like <laughs> these are very different <laughs> outcomes for people who do these drugs. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's like insane. cannabis actually can be really good for you. Yeah, exactly. It's like it has a lot of medical yeah. benefits, and yeah. you maybe get less people hooked on fucking oxycontin mm. for it. Mm-hmm. You know, like Jesus. Yeah. But like that one's okay because uh, you know corporations make money off that drug. So <laughs> good stuff. <sighs> you know, what else will get you high on life. Um, you know what you should get high on. <laughs> our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yes, sponsored by uh, the Catholic Church. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Yeah, they love us here at Remarks. Oh, absolutely. Me and the Pope go way back, Besties. We're besties, yeah. Fucking besties. That's like, I only use my nice china when the Pope comes over. (laughs) 
<laughs> as if we're rich enough to afford china oh definitely not yeah it's plates <laughs> all day every day plates that's all i spend. <laughs> if i stop spending my money on expensive plates i could have a house by now that's true that's what i've always told you i'm mm-hmm. like phoebe you are buying too many fancy plates yep. um it's like it's like cigarettes you know like if i didn't spend all my money when i was like 19 on mm-hmm. cigarettes like I could have a Lamborghini now, right? Uh, as everybody tells me, yeah. And uh, well, that's why you see so many Lamborghinis <clears throat> around. Yeah, like all people the who don't smoke. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, "Wow, look at all this money I saved from not smoking." <laughs> look at my fucking Lamborghini. He's like, "Wow, my wallet's Apple. so fucking fat, dude." <laughs> uh, oh. Love it. Anyway. Uh, that's- Beautiful. Nice. Um, we're back. We're back. Uh, we're we're uh super sexy mm-hmm. per usual. Mm-hmm. Um sexier than ever. Sexier really. than ever. Phoebe, did you get a new water bottle? I did. How long ago? Because I uh I'm just noticing it. Uh it's been a fat sag. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm a terrible oh, friend. Don't, but... <laughs> you're fine. You're not a terrible friend. But your water bottle, it's nice. It's like a it's like a nice Thank like you. uh like lime green. Yeah, I'm loving the color of it. Um, Truly. Also, I have our beautiful remark sticker stickers. on there. Uh, shameless plug. If you want stickies, a sticker, hit us up. Send us a DM. Send us a DM or subscribe to the Patreon and you get two of them. It's for, true. Uh, I mean. It's five dollars for the Patreon, but you get two stickers and all the bonus episodes. Bonus episode, <laughs> um, and you also get to hear the really funny bonus episode intro song. So. That's true. If you just listen to the regular podcast, you've never heard the yeah. bonus episode intro. Yeah, you get like bonus Taylor little song, yeah. little jingle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, content. <laughs> we should. <laughs> I guess I could put all of the like uh all of the songs that i've done like on to spotify <laughs> oh my god i kind of love that actually. yeah that would be kind of fun huh that would be fun yeah i could put it i mean yeah i would just have to put them through my like distro kids they'd be under my name but uh. at this point i don't really care if anybody knows my name true. so <laughs> true dox us bitch do it i dare you <laughs> show up to my house right now let's let's fight let's go oh should we talk some more about ronald reagan i mean if we gotta yeah we kind of <laughs> do it's kind of our job. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the most devastating parts of the Reagan era was the AIDS epidemic. It's about to get a little dark, y'all. Mm-hmm. So sorry. <laughs> um, not that it wasn't already. but Yeah, but yeah, AIDS is rough. <laughs> it's rough. In 1981, U.S. health officials first discovered AIDS in the United States. They were tracking a rise in young gay men dying from infections or other illnesses that would typically not have affected them beyond maybe like a week in bed for recovery. Mm -hmm. Um, By 1982, the CDC had documented the disease and given it a name, AIDS, or Acquired Immunodeficiency Syndrome. Uh, News media in the White House largely ignored this epidemic, choosing not to speak out about what the White House had colloquially... Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Colloquially... I put that in there and I was like, oh, like, this is like uh, a nice big word. word. <laughs> <And then> I <laughs> fucking can't say it. Colloquially termed as the gay plague. Mm-hmm. Uh, news stations did not want to report on a gay disease. And in released audio from a press conference in 1982 with Ronald Reagan's press secretary and several media outlets, you can see how the Reagan administration regarded AIDS as a big joke. 
Um, yeah. So I'm going to read those that audio to you. Um, so Lester Kinsolving, he is a journalist interviewing the press secretary who is Larry Speaks. So that's who those people are. So Lester Kinsolving, the journalist, says, quote, Does the president have any reaction to the announcement by the Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta that AIDS is now an epidemic in over 600 cases? Larry Speaks, the press secretary, says, AIDS? I haven't got anything on it. Lester, over a third of them has have died. It's known as the gay plague. And then the press laughs. No, it is. It's a pretty serious thing. One in every three people that gets this have died. And I wonder if the president was aware of this. Larry, I don't have it. Press laughs. Do you? Lester, you don't have it? Well, I'm relieved to hear that, Larry. Press laughs. Larry, do you? Lester, no, I don't. Larry, you didn't answer my question. How do you know? Press laughs. Lester, does the president, in other words, the White House, look on this as a great joke? Larry, no, I don't know anything about it, Lester. <laughs> yeah. So. It's, uh, I've, I've heard that, like, recording or that audio. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's uh it's so frustrating and i mean and like the sad thing is too is like this one guy is like hey like people are fucking dying and then like the rat like every other journalist there is like he he said gay yeah Yeah. like it's It's, oh my god people are actually fucking dying yeah (laughs) and it gets worse so sorry about that no yeah um in so even like as it got worse in 1984 uh, the epidemic had killed almost 5,000 people, but the jokes continued. So mm-hmm. here's from another press conference from 1984. <laughs> um, so this is, again, Larry Speaks, who's the press secretary, Lester Kinsolving, who is the journalist. Mm-hmm. Larry says, Lester is beginning to circle now. He's moving up front. Go ahead. Lester, since the Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta report is going to press laughs. Larry, this is going to be an AIDS question. Lester, that an estimated Larry, you were close. Lester, can I ask the question, Larry, that an estimated 300,000 people have been exposed to AIDS, which can be transmitted through saliva, which, no, this is not true, but I'll get into that a little yeah. bit later. Um, will the president, as commander in chief, take steps to, pr- to protect armed forces, food and medical services from AIDS patients or those who run the risk of spreading AIDS in the same manner that they bed typhoid fever people from being involved in health or food services. And then the whole time that he's talking, press is laughing. Mm-hmm. Larry, I don't know. Lester, is the president concerned about this subject, Larry? Larry, I haven't heard him express concern. Lester, that seems to have e- evoked a jocular reaction here. Press laughs. Um, and then this is, I believe, an unidentified member of the press. It isn't only the jocks, Lester. And then another member of the press. Has he sworn off water faucets now? Lester. No. But I mean, is he going to do anything, Larry? Larry. Lester, I have not heard him express anything. Sorry. Lester. You mean he has expressed no opinion about this epidemic? (laughs) Larry. No. But I must confess I haven't asked him about it. Oh, my God. Lester. Will you ask him, Larry? (laughs) Larry. Have you been checked? Press laughs unidentified person is the president going to ban mouth-to-mouth kissing lester what pardon i didn't hear your answer 
Larry laughing. Uh, it's hard work. I don't get paid enough. Um, is there anything else we need to do here? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Bro, it's just so fucking like, like I know how gnarly like the fucking Reagan administration just ignored mm-hmm. AIDS, but like just hearing like how casually they just like laugh it off is yeah. like so disheartening. Yeah. Like there are so many people dying from it. Yeah. Like, it's horrible. <laughs> it's it's awful. Um, and it's clear <clears throat> based on these press conferences that the disease was being ignored and funding was not being allocated towards it at all. Um, the notion that HIV slash AIDS could be transferred s- through saliva is completely false um, and contributed to the stigmatization of AIDS. HIV and AIDS can only be transmitted through blood, semen, precum, rectal fluids, vaginal fru- fluids, and breast milk. Um, and it's like obvious that they didn't even have like the research to know that that yeah. wasn't true. You know, like they couldn't even begin the research because they didn't fucking because have they any money. Didn't, yeah. And they, and they didn't care. They yeah. Didn't give a fuck about it. Like, yeah. They're like, Oh, it's just killing gay people. We really <laughs> it's all need good. them. Yeah. Um, many people who had HIV or AIDS wouldn't talk about it or seek treatment because of the association of AIDS with being gay. And mm-hmm. so they were afraid to be outed because of this. Um, and at this time, homosexuality was extremely taboo and even further was then vilified by the way that AIDS was spoken about as this time mm-hmm. at this time um making it seem like it was some kind of plague that only gay men carried um and like they're promiscuous so they're all yeah you know well, i mean and think about that fucking article we read in the, exactly on our i guess i should say uh, in a bonus episode we read yeah. through this uh magazine is a cosmopolitan a magazine from 1989 and it was like the whole article was like, is your bisexual husband going to give you AIDS? Yes. Like, I was thinking about that, it's, actually. It's, yeah. It's, and it's just the way they vilified it. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, uh, so Reagan continually curved questions about his plan for the AIDS epidemic and repeatedly denied or re- reallocated funds being sent to help with research on HIV slash AIDS. Uh, Reagan didn't publicly address AIDS until 1985, six years into his presidency, and by that time, 36,058 Americans had been diagnosed with AIDS and 20,849 had died from it. That's a fucking lot. That's that's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, When Reagan left office in 1989, over 100,000 people had been diagnosed with AIDS and over half of this number had died from it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, fifty thousand people, mm-hmm. and Reagan just didn't yep. give a single fuck about no. it, and literally joked about it. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh! Yeah, and like, and not even did he just like ignore it. He literally like moved funds actively, like, moved funds away from yeah. finding out anything about this horrible fucking disease. Piece of shit. Yeah, um, the lasting impact impacts of this willful ignorance towards AIDS are obvious. A large portion of the elder queer population simply doesn't exist, uh, which, you know, put back like the fight for LGBTQ rights mm-hmm. way far. Way far. Um, and also along with like the fight to just destigmatize AIDS. Knowledge about HIV and AIDS has become more common over the last few decades, and many moves have been made to destigmatize it as well as to counter the idea that it only affects the queer community. Mm-hmm. Um, treatment for HIV and AIDS has received better funding nowadays. Uh, however, medications remain extremely expensive, and cures and vaccines are routinely removed from the public eye. Um, little note my partner was at the doctor talking about 
the COVID vaccine. And the doctor said he was like, oh, yeah, like because of all the research into mm-hmm. mRNA vaccines because of COVID, like, yeah, they're like might be able to get an HIV vaccine going. Yeah. <laughs> My partner's like, excuse me? <laughs> Wait, what? And like it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a big deal. This is kind of a huge thing. And yeah. have you heard a single thing about it? No. no. <laughs> Because you probably won't. Well, and that's like, that's what's wild. Because like with my research, like Bill Clinton was like the first president. Because I'm pretty sure it went Ronald Reagan, George H. Dub- George H. Bush, right? Mm-hmm. And then Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. And like Bill Clinton was the first president to be like, hey, maybe we should like figure out what's going on with AIDS. Like, yeah. obviously, fuck Bill Clinton. But at least he was like, yeah normal enough to be like what the fuck is this like yeah yeah like it's it's insane dying yeah like it's crazy Ugh. um and again because of the ignorance towards aids for years it took the healthcare or the ignorance towards aids for years it took Mm -hmm. the healthcare world a long time to catch up which led to the continued spread of the disease and continued preventable deaths of thousands of people good fun stuff yeah um, Ronald Reagan definitely sought out to accomplish a few things during his presidency. Vilify mm. communism, kill black people, and kill gay people. And boy, was he successful. Boy, did he fulfill <laughs> he all sure those promises. Did it. <laughs> wow. Mm. We love a man who can stick to his principles. Yeah. Um, on Reagan's continued campaign of ruining the lives of anyone who wasn't a straight, rich, white man, <laughs> uh, he signed the Immigration Reform and Control Act. This made it illegal for employers to hire illegal immigrants knowingly and would enforce a financial penalty on the companies to found, sorry, uh, sorry, I just lost my place, uh, would enforce a financial penalty on companies found to employ illegal immigrants. Um, at the same time, he granted visas to around 3 million immigrants who were already in the United States. And while this may seem like a nice thing, he was basically just using this to back up his plans to block immigration to the u.s stating quote the legalization provisions in this act will go far to improve the lives of a class of individuals who now must hide in the shadows without access to many of the benefits of a free and open society very soon many of these men and women will be able to step into the sunlight and ultimately if they choose they may become americans the employer sanctions program is the keystone and major element. It will remove the incentive for illegal immigration by eliminating job opportunities which draw illegal aliens here. There it is. There it is. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is nice. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you're like, oh, Shit. that's cool. You're giving people visas. Oh, it's mm-hmm. because you don't want people to come here. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah. Um, so towards the end of the Reagan presidency, we saw the Iran-Contra affair, hey. um, which I'm not going to really get into because Taylor did a whole episode mm-hmm. on it. Go check it out. It was great. Um, and then, you know, this is where we saw the end of the Soviet Union, where, uh, like, I mean, sort of the one of the good-ish things that Reagan did was, like, the removal of the Berlin Wall. Yeah. Um, which, like, I guess. Like, debatable, <laughs> debatable yeah. on, like... I mean, yes, it was probably nice for the people there, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then just a few things towards the end of Reagan's life here. Uh, on April 13th, 1992, um, Reagan was being awarded, b- being given an award from the National Association of Broadcasters. And uh, the absolute goat Richard Springer took the 
the trophy that he received, which was this like huge crystal eagle statue and smashed it. <laughs> and then like the glass like flew and hit Reagan, but he was literally fine. But of course this guy was arrested oh my um, gosh. and got like a federal misdemeanor charge. So he broke his trophy that like he had gotten. So Reagan was getting, um, an award. Reagan was getting an award, and then this guy Richard Springer comes up and smashes the award. Oh shit! Yeah, which is hell yeah, really fucking based. Yeah, that's based as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in, on June fifth, two thousand four, one of the greatest days in American history, <laughs> Ronald Reagan dies of pneumonia in his home in California. Crazy. That's weird to think that like I uh, was alive for eight years. Yeah. While Ronald Reagan was. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. It's just weird to think about because he's been dead for as long as I can remember. But like, yeah. I also didn't really know about Reagan when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> didn't know who that was. But yeah, he was like still kicking when we were existing. Yeah. It's just porch. weird. <laughs> Big on porch. Uh, but um, yeah. Goodbye. He's dead. Also, interesting fact. He lived to be 90 fucking three crazy yeah and he started the presidency at 70 or oh. like 69 so. yeah damn Insane. That's crazy. this old ass motherfucker old ass motherfucker um so he he died in 2004 mm-hmm. so he died after shrek one came out <laughs> i literally knew that was gonna... yeah he did so it's actually possible that ronald reagan watched shrek, shrek yeah and like maybe enjoyed it which i feel like that's truly a crime because i don't feel like yeah. he deserves the cinematic masterpiece that is shrek absolutely not shrek one no and i just that's truly the <laughs> mm-hmm. all that bad stuff we talked about that's bad but like that's the that's the true travesty of this absolutely. episode yeah is that ronald reagan may have watched shrek yeah yeah <laughs> and he doesn't he doesn't deserve he the doesn't majesty deserve that is Shrek. He does not. He does not get to laugh and have a good time. No. Like, no. no. Fucking piece of shit. Also, he would completely miss the entire point. Oh, yeah. He Shrek. would think it was dumb, for sure. He'd watch it and be like, that That was a stupid movie. And yeah. he'd be like, did you fucking watch the movie? <laughs> the best movie I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> goddamn life. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Mm, wild. Wild. Mm, wild. Um, you know what? We'll watch Shrek and appreciate mm-hmm. every moment of it. Mm-hmm. Um, our Lord and Savior Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, these uh, these advertisements these that will not be there, but yeah, you know, won't roll. But pretend, pretend, make up your own advertisement. Yeah, like plug your own thing. Be like, yeah. wow, uh, Toyota Camrys, <laughs> the best car for driving around town. <laughs> <laughs> Toyota, if you're listening. Toyota, finger guns to the mic. I drive one of your cars. Yes, yeah, I mean, sponsor us. Sponsor us. <laughs> I enjoy your car. Yeah, yeah. So. You've driven in my car. You've ridden in my car before. It's, so uh, it's great. It's a fun car. <laughs> <laughs> Toyota, fucking fucking hit us up. Yeah. Anyway, that's beautiful. We are back. 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 How did your um, little personal ad go, everyone? 
Yeah, yeah. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> Comment below. Comment below. How was your uh, your plug? Yeah. And what did you plug? Yeah. Is a better question, you know. Plugs? Did you plug plugs? Yeah. <laughs> like butt plugs, ear plugs, mm-hmm. um, dick plugs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure those exist. Sure. Probably. I think, yeah, I think there's like, I don't know. I feel like I vaguely remember seeing something about like a urethra thing that you like put in your penis Sounding, hole. You're like yeah. into it. But yeah. to me, that sounds very painful. It does sound painful. But no kink shaming, obviously. No Do kink shaming. I just it. personally feel like it Personally, would it sounds hurt. painful to me, but some people like the pain. So true. That's also Who true. Who am I to judge? God. You are God himself. <laughs> that is what I've been told in the past, yeah. So Taylor is actually God. I am Jesus. Um, I am God. Mm-hmm. I am the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The Trinity, if you will. The Trinity, if you will. Mormons, close your ears. You don't <laughs> know about this. They don't believe in that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, the moment that we've all been waiting for. Ah. Term two of Bill Clinton's presidency. When we left off, he had just been attempted to be murdered in uh, wherever the fuck I... I think it was the Philippines. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then got mad because he was late to his meeting. (laughs) Oh, what a guy. But so the moment we've all been waiting for, December 19th, 1998, Bill Clinton became the second president to be impeached. He was impeached on the grounds of lying under oath about his relationship with 22-year-old Monica Lewinsky. Mm, And then Donald Trump was, of course, the third president. And fun fact, Richard Nixon probably would have been impeached, but he quit before they were able to do it. Yeah. (laughs) I always always love a, a good fun fact. He's like, ah, I'm He's out. like, I'm outie, I am not a crook. For no particular reason. I'm <laughs> resigning. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I actually put on here, similar to how Donald Trump was impeached but not voted to leave office, Bill Clinton did not get formally, or did get formally impeached but did not get voted to leave the office, so mm-hmm. he did finish his term as president. Just kind of crazy to me. I'm like, what's even the point then of impeachment? It just never, yeah, like the way it lines up, like you're never going to get, unless you have like a full you know, one party of, like, House and Senate that are going to, like, vote to remove them, it's probably never going to happen, you know? But, whatever. In January of 2001, Bill Clinton would admit that he lied under oath, and this would cause his law license to be suspended for five years. Very brutal punishment. (laughs) Uh, Poor little baby boy Bill Clinton couldn't practice law after Uh, being the president for five years. (laughs) What a... What a bummer. What a Yeah, what a big shame. <laughs> um, we'll get more into the Monica Lewinsky stuff in just a minute, but some other notable events of Bill Clinton's second term were, in February of 1997, it came out that the Clintons had big celebrity names staying at the White House in the Lincoln bedroom in exchange for campaign donations. Mm. Yeah, so they were like, mm, you can mm, stay in the Lincoln mm. bedroom. Uh, some of the names included on this list are Jane Fonda, Wow. Judy Collins, Stevie Spiels, as we talked about oh, last week. Stevie yeah. Stevie Spiels and Tom Hanks. <laughs> wow. They could also buy golf games and morning jogs with the Clintons with these uh, <laughs> donations. That's insane. So it was like, it's like OnlyFans before OnlyFans existed. Yeah. They were like, yeah. They were like, <laughs> an afternoon with the Clintons. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> Hundred a hundred thousand dollars, and you can go jogging with Hillary Clinton. Like, <laughs> I hate it. it's so insane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, Ew, and you know Hillary Clinton was like so annoying about her jogging. Like you uh, know she yeah. had like a full fucking tracksuit, sweat, sure. sweat headband thing. She had the thing that like you attach to your arm that holds your iPod shuffle, yes! like. <laughs> Yes, oh my God. <laughs> or your iPod Nano, because this was what, like fucking 2001? Uh-huh. Maybe they weren't, I don't know. I guess this would have been in the 90s, but yeah. <laughs> I hate it. She would have that, though. She would have that. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Uh, this brings us to some of Bill's foreign policy. The uh, movie slash book Black Hawk Down was loosely based on the Battle of Mogadishu, I believe is how you say it where two U.S. helicopters were shot down, trapping soldiers behind enemy lines. This all took place during Bill Clinton's presidency and seemed to take a toll on his willingness to get involved into conflicts. Um, I say this because later on, in April of 1994, the Rwandan genocide broke out. Mm. You ever heard anything about the Rwandan genocide? A little bit. Yeah. Um, the short version of it is the conflict was one tribe in Rwanda began massacring massacring another tribe by the thousands it was an ethnic ethnic cleansing of the tutsi people i believe is how you say it okay yes i actually Mm -hmm. do know more about this than i thought if you like uh look up anything about it it's absolutely horrific yeah oh yeah It it was insane um the clinton administration had intel of the event far before the mass killing started but fearing what happened in somalia chose to not intervene mm and I believe it was actually France that was the first one to actually intervene in the conflict. Hmm. So, but yeah, it was uh, there for a while. There was like nobody doing a single thing about it, yeah. and it was uh, rough. Bill later said this about the ethnic cleansing: "I don't think that we could have ended the violence, but I think we could have cut it down, and I re- and I regret it." So oh, cool. That's nice. Thanks, Thanks Bill. For that. <laughs> I'm glad that you, uh, yeah. <laughs> There's like so much of that with presidents. That's it. They're like, you know, yeah, I really should have done something. You're right. Sorry, you're, guys. You're right. Sorry. And it's like, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're literally the president. You're literally, you had, you were the person to do something. Oh like you God. were the one that could do something about it. And it's it. Like, like they didn't want to at the time or there was some fucking yeah. other reason why not. And then later they're like, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, should've I, I, I should have. It's like. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, dude. God, I hate it. So frustrating. <laughs> uh, Clinton was the first president to visit Northern Ireland and would play a key role in the Good Friday Agreement between Britain and Ireland, um, which was basically just an agreement about how Ireland should be governed. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did kind of facilitate that, which is good. But I mean, you know, Britain should still get the fuck out of Northern Ireland. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He was also attempting to focus on uh, the killing of Osama bin Laden, but like who wasn't, you know, around yeah. this time, like yeah. everybody was kind of trying to get that, get that Osama uh, medal on their fucking <laughs> Boy Scout sash. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Obama snatched that one away. Yeah. Damn. Obama got him. Got it. Uh, good old Clinty also ordered the NATO bombings of Bosnia, Herzegovina. Herzegovina, yes, and uh, the and also authorized the bombing of Yugoslavia. We talked a little bit about this in the Ukraine and Russia mm-hmm. episode, but NATO, you know, fucked around in those uh, countries there. Yeah, it's uh, you know, in in a lot of these regions too, like these conflicts are very complicated. So I'm not going too deep into them here, um, but the region of Kosovo was in a, part of Yugoslavia was in a civil war type fight, uh, and the Clinton administration called it a genocide of the ethnic Albanian separatists. 
but many disagree and say the Clintons blew the conflict out of proportion uh, so that they could get NATO to start bombing. Kosovo, mm. uh, after the bombings, was put under UN control because, of course, it was. Yeah. We bombed the fuck out of the separatists, and then they joined with all of our alliances. <laughs> as it do, as it do. He also signed the Iraq Liberation Act of 1998 in October, which sought to overthrow Saddam Hussein, but didn't deploy troops out to Iraq at that time. Again, he was a little shy on the trigger, uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, but, you know, I know that Saddam Hussein was pretty awful. Yeah. <laughs> he did, however, do a four-day bombing campaign called Operation Desert Fox. Um, I hate the phrase bombing campaign. That's just, yikes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> it's something. Also, I just feel like they, like, people in the military think their names for things are, oh like, my so God. cool. Yeah. They're like, Operation Desert Fox, brother. <laughs> like, they just think they're so fucking sick. And it's like, it's not that cool, man. Yeah. There was an operation under the Reagan administration that I didn't get to because there's so much stuff mm-hmm. um, that they was literally called Operation Just Cuz. <laughs> literally. Like the name of the video game. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Oh, yeah. It's awful. Um, and, of course, we all know that, like, bombing is super accurate and safe. So, mm-hmm. like, nobody died in the, like, you know, yeah. the the shrapnel and all that jazz. Yeah. So um, Well, we all know that bombs literally only kill bad guys. Like, they yeah. can only, they know specifically how to target just bad guys. And when they explode, yeah. it just kills only the bad guys. Exactly. That's why we here at Remark support Raytheon. <laughs> because they have the knife missiles. If you yes. listen to Behind the Bastards, Robert talks about it too. All the time. Uh, you know, if you need a missile made of knives to bomb a wedding in Yemen, who are you going to go to? You're going to go to Raytheon. Hit up Raytheon. Absolutely. <laughs> um, also, in October of 2000, Bill signed the U.S.-China Relations Act, which granted China trade with the U.S. and much of the world, believing it would open China up to more democratic reform. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know how much I disagree with that it was definitely the start of china being like more of an industrial power mm-hmm. um but yeah um so that happened under his <laughs> under his uh watch but this brings us now to what you've all been waiting for yes. which is bill clinton's sex life i yeah. know you're really important you know really looking forward to it oh yeah heavily um, involved because i mean you know I feel like more presidents probably have boned in the Oval Office, but, like, we know for a fact Bill Clinton boned in the Oval Office. Yeah, so. for sure. So that's, like, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, oh, yeah, like, it, it definitely happened. But in 1994, Paula Jones initiated a sexual assault lawsuit against Bill Clinton. She lost the first court, the first court case. But in light of the Monica Lewinsky case, was able to appeal and received $850,000 in an out-of-court settlement, hmm. which, good for her, getting that bag. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, absolutely awful. Um, and that's just the beginning. Yeah. In 1998, Kathleen Wiley alleged that Clinton had groped her in a hallway in 1993. Mm-hmm. The case was thrown out due to lack of evidence, and in March of 1998, Julie Hat Steele accused Wiley of asking her to lie for her in court. So this one didn't actually go anywhere because there was a bunch of differing allegations Mm -hmm. and it was thrown out. Um, But then uh, also in 1998, uh, Juanita Broderick alleged that Clinton had raped her in the spring of 1978. I don't believe this one had a court case that was associated with it, or at least I didn't find one anywhere, but it was another allegation that was put towards Mm -hmm. Bill Clinton. 
Um, Super fun how just like straight up rapists can be and are just always the president. Are always the president and just leaders of the world. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's uh, pretty fucked up, obviously. And then, of course, we have Mrs. Monica Lewinsky. People now see her affair with the president as a result of an imbalance of power um, and Bill Clinton being kind of a creep and abusing that power, uh-huh. which fortunately, again, we've kind of come around to in recent years. But the media kind of fucked her over at the time. Oh, my God. Um, again, we're going to be doing a bonus episode where I read through a tabloid magazine of what they were saying about <laughs> Monica Lewinsky at the time. Um, and we're going to be uh, losing our minds about it. So. 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so some of the things the media did say about her, uh, this article in the Daily Beast covered that I found in the Daily Beast covered some of the media um, and what they were saying. She was called a thong snapper, <gasps> a ditzy White House predator, oh my a God. stalker and a seductress, and a cage dog with her 24-year-old libido were just a few that oh were named there. Oh, my God. Yeah, so really, really Jesus good Christ. stuff. I also um, like how she's being called the predator. Oh, yeah, and that's, I mean, again, and we can talk about it all day. It's just like, of course, you know, nobody, like, people kind of judged Bill Clinton for it, but, like, people were definitely like, oh, Monica Lewinsky was flaunting all around. It's mm-hmm. like, no, like, Bill Clinton was the fucking president. Like, yeah. hold hold him accountable. And again, and, and really, like, there's not anything wrong with sleeping with somebody. Yeah. Like, again, Monica Lewinsky didn't do a single thing wrong. Like, no. it's all on Bill Clinton. He cheated on his wife. Like, Ugh. fucking insane. Um, but some of the shirts and bumper stickers uh, contain slogans like one more whore and we get gore was a uh, quote from one of them because uh, Al Gore being the vice president would yeah. then become the president if he was you know kicked out of office. And another one was my my president slept with your honor student. So pretty. Uh, I love that people made fucking like merch. Yeah, people made merch off of this shit. Oh my fucking god. It's uh yeah, and I know that Monica Lewinsky has been very vocal about how shitty she was treated yeah. at that time. So I'm very glad that she shared her story now. Yeah. But yeah, like people were fucking ruthless. Oh my it's god. absolutely terrible. I hate <laughs> I hate everything. Um and this is also where we get the amazing uh Bill Clinton quote that we've mentioned before where somebody asked him or when being asked if his statement, there's nothing going on between us, was true, he said, that depends on what the meaning of is, is. <laughs> so really good stuff. Mm, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he, uh, you know, again, obviously got caught lying. That's why his, you know, what, how, what led to his impeachment. Yeah, which is so, like, I just, of all the things to mm-hmm. impeach the man over... Like, the rape allegation wasn't what we're impeaching over. It's him lying about having sex with this woman. It's crazy because, like, yeah, like, war crimes are such a normal part of, like, presidencies Mm -hmm. that, like, they just, like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, you know, you're going to be the president. You're going to commit a few war crimes, right? You're going to bomb Libya. Crack a a couple of eggs to make an omelet, right? But, like... Yeah, you lie in court, and they're like, "Oh my God, this is what w- this is the worst thing that's yeah. ever happened." It's like, uh, 
Yeah, and, like, no defense of Bill Clinton, but it's, like, that's the thing. Yeah. It's the same with fucking Donald Trump, too. Like, exactly. he... Like, they got him on the fucking Russia or Ukraine thing, mm-hmm. um, trying to get, like, dirt on Joe Biden. But, uh, like, he committed so many crimes. Oh, my God. So many crimes, like, dude. It's, like, that's all he did. He was, was the cr- crimes. He, he was, he's the most crimey president <laughs> since fucking, since fucking uh, Richard Nixon. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, so uh, Mr. Clinton has since admitted to having affairs with Jennifer Flowers, Elizabeth Grayson, Sally Perdue, Dolly Kylie Browning, and of course, Monica Lewinsky. So those are all the ones he's admitted to. Mm-hmm. There's probably more. Um, I think it's insane that him and Hillary are still married. Oh my God, it's insane. I cannot believe. Yeah. I mean, they're obviously just married for like Business. public image purposes. Yeah. yeah. Like, I. They have have not touched each other in years. No. I can imagine. No, they don't even live in the same house. They should. Yeah, they shouldn't. Honestly. No, fuck. Get <laughs> far Christ. away from each other, please. For the love of God. Um. So we had posted a picture on this in Instagram, but he did also write a book. Um, <laughs> the president is missing, which uh, released in 2018. Um. Which we will do a live read through of. <laughs> absolutely. Um. I believe. For some reason, I didn't write this down, but I'm going to find my note on it. But I was looking into how much uh, Bill Clinton's net worth was. Oh, shit. So how... uh, So he continues to this day to have a net worth of $75 million, which I guess was as of 2016. Um, He gets paid a fuck ton of money to go to speaking events. uh, Mm. You know, again, all of this shit that happened, all the war crimes, all the sexual assault allegations didn't affect him at all still fucking rich yep and fucking has a lot of power um and then in most recent news uh about bill a court that is that according to the flight logs of the lolita express Mm. bill clinton has been a passenger on the pedophile plane 26 times fucking god Mm -hmm. god bless america love it and that's like it's so crazy because we talked about this, of course, in our Jeffrey Epstein mm-hmm. episode. But like, people just knew. Like everybody yes. fucking knew. Like yes. his his goddamn plane is called the Lolita Express. Yeah. Like it. Everybody is this this fucking open secret that like yeah Jeffrey Epstein Epstein is fucking a pedophile and uh-huh. is raping children and has a whole island dedicated to it. And and again, there's fucking Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, yep. all these motherfuckers that are just Gates. like, hell yeah, let's go on to fucking Jeffrey Epstein's pedophile yeah. rape island. And like, people knew. I mean, everybody knew. Everybody fucking knew. It's it's so and nothing insane. will ever happen. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing will ever like. And even like with what happened to Jeffrey Epstein, like that didn't change anything. He went no. for years doing that shit. Yep. And then just finally got the consequences of it. Like, yeah. When he, uh, as we talked about in the Jeffrey Epstein episode, he was arrested like at one point and then got a, a non-prosecution agreement. Yeah, and was fine and kept doing it until he was finally arrested again and then murdered, or allegedly allegedly committed suicide. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, and and again, like we know, fucking Bill Clinton was on that. We yep. know Donald Trump, Bill Gates, uh, Prince, whatever the fuck, mm, Prince Andrew, Andrew, like um, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, we know all these people were fucking there, and it's like we can obviously assume that they were partaking. Oh. And uh, again, nothing's gonna fucking happen nah. about it. Nope. And 
And especially with someone like Bill Clinton, who just literally has a history of being a fucking piece of shit to mm-hmm. women. Like, it's, yeah, it's absolutely awful. Yeah, I literally, like, lose my mind. Like, every once in a while, I'll just think about Jeffrey Epstein, and I just start fucking losing my goddamn mind. Frothing at the mouth. It's straight like, up. Oh, my fucking God, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it's, it's insane, because... And again, like we've said it a million times on our podcast, but like these people who are like big QAnoners are like, oh, the Democrats and all the the secret cabal, and it's like it's literally right there. Yeah, we caught who was yes. who was doing it. it this like, is a real it thing. It's happening. It's happening. But y'all are fucking reading eight chan posts all day trying to decode the messages. Oh my God. Like, it's like there is no message. The message is that people do this and they do it openly. And you don't have to look very no, far. Like at all. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, it's the worst. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much uh all I this one was a little bit shorter than my last one, but Damn. That's most of what Bill Clinton's been Bill. up to since then. God. Um And I feel like you know, people, when they think about Bill Clinton, it's like, oh, they either think about, like, he was, like, the cheating president, or they think about, like, he's a quirky guy who plays uh, fucking trumpet or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or sax. What does he play? I think he plays the sax. I think that's right. Let me check. Yeah. But... Give it a quick Google. Live Google. Um, Yeah. And it's just like, can we remember him for what piece of fucking shit he is which i guess is how i feel about every single president but i mean yeah there's always like that weird um saxophone oh, okay but yeah there's always again again like i feel like at like growing up and when i was more like liberal i like mm-hmm. thought bill clinton was cool because i was like oh he like agrees with all the things that i yeah. think you know like oh he was like the only president that had like a good budget and all this mm-hmm. stuff but you know, you don't hear about like all the sexual assault allegations. You don't hear yep. about the war crimes. You don't hear about. Um, I mean, again, more people now are talking about how poorly Monica Lewinsky was treated. Right. But, like, you know, again, he didn't stop any of those allegations. Yeah. Like he just let her be fucking blown, like torn apart yeah. by fucking the media. When again, it was just as much him as it was yes. her. Like fully, and if again, not more. and more because yeah, he He's- for sure. Sh- He's the fucking president. He for sure used his influence on her. It's oh insane. God. But yeah, that's pretty much uh, that's that's what wow. we get for Bill Clinton. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's good stuff. Which like kind of related, but not really. But I was like watching a movie the other day, and then at the end of the movie, it's like it's in the credits, it's like says something like Harvey Weinstein. It was like an older movie, and mm-hmm. I was like Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Like I, I mean, yeah, he was. He's he the guy, did a but lot of like. Movies fuck it just like they're everywhere yeah Yeah. and again no one fucking talks about it nah it's like we are now talking about it more but it's yeah yeah it's still gonna keep happening Mm -hmm. until you fucking start killing killing (laughs) rapists on the spot yes if you know a rapist beat them up yeah beat them up and uh they deserve it so jesus christ well that's uh, all we got for you. <laughs> Guaranteed to make you feel mm-hmm. good. Uh, say a cum joke or something to like brighten um, the mood. Um, you know what's uh, uh, liquidy? Cum. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got scared. Very true. Very true. Uh, yeah. Cum, cum is liquidy. And uh, you audience are um, 
sexy and we love you yes absolutely and thanks for listening yeah of course oh, and we have to plug some stuff <laughs> i almost <laughs> forgot it is the p zone time zone highway to the p zone <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself um i'll take it away from here all right in this time uh you can tweet at us on twitter at remarks pod mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can leave us a like and a uh, comment, I guess a review, I should say, on uh, Apple Podcasts. Please do that. Please do. And, of course, I have a, a YouTube channel called The Lefty Agenda, so you can check Ow. that out. And then Phoebe. Uh, you can go to our Instagram and look at pictures of these assholes mm-hmm. at uh, Remarks Podcast. And you can go to our TikTok of the same handle at Remarks Podcast. And you can subscribe to our motherfucking Patreon which, which we are going should. to shout out our patrons right now. Right we have second. Justin Vass. We have Emily Doran. We have Andrew Vass. And we have Tere Soltero. Thanks, y'all. Ooh, thank you so much. We love you. We love you. So An much. Intense amount. Yeah, like a crazy amount. Yeah, like, it's a little. It's unhinged. It's uh, over the top. Yeah, like our loins are shaking mm-hmm. with how much we love you. Mm-hmm. quivering (laughs) yeah quivering indeed (laughs) oh thanks for listening and k love you bye Bye. yeah Yeah.